listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I was laying back, cool, calm, collect with my man Mike off second and Karan to let. If Atlas shrugged so he could give his arms a rest, I figured I could take the time to let my mind wander yet. Y'all scoring a game that I don't care about. Cause if you ain't dropping that cheap weekend shit every weekend shit, they wouldn't wonder about your whereabouts. I will clothesline a nigga and air it out. Cause time is precious and my peace of mind is paramount. Look, man, we are not in concert. This is not a game, nigga. We are not in contra. I'ma kill shit. I'ma be a silent monster. That will shit that happened like the T.O. Salamanca. Bogart, y'all, whole shit like, like we in Casablanca. In the good times, they quick, to, they be quick to fall through. But in the bad times, no, they don't recall you. That's why no one makes it out saying this game get all you. Drive you ape shit just so they can Jane Goodall you hey welcome to the black guy with podcast with your host rod and karen that's right i'm hugh massacilla plus massacilla and we are live on a tuesday <laughs> a tuesday night i'm a little under the weather sipping on my tea Mm-hmm. some green tea and some lemon and some uh, honey in it Mm-hmm. gonna try to make this thing work it got a hard out so it's gonna be a short show because mm-hmm. uh you know we gotta watch uh the season finale of the black season finale lightning. of black lightning flash mm, you know we'll see we'll see All right well however much i see of that i see but definitely gonna be wrapped up by nine um so uh dar said the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and let's go ahead and get right into the show okay guys um Starbucks will close 8,000 stores May 29th for racial bias training. Woo! That's a lot of stores. You're going to have a, you going to have, you talking about you had a protest store, you're going to have some motherfuckers protesting for real. Yeah, I saw people saying they're doing this to keep from losing money or something, but I don't think there's an organized boycott really against Starbucks. Not it's, saying it's that not. nobody's, that everybody's going like normal, but I doubt that there's, that they're sitting around making this decision because they're like, oh my God the 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 droves of money we're just walking out the door right now it doesn't seem like it no this was an executive decision and because like we said yesterday starbucks knows their uh people who purchase from them Mm -hmm. and so this is the way to let people know a we're going to retrain our staff because their thing is we don't want (coughs) this shit to happen again Mm -hmm. and so they're like we're going to retrain our staff and show them you know how to do things but the bulk of the stores didn't have any problems right you know what i'm saying but but this one store calls everybody have to get reached because the thing is you're actually losing more money doing this than you would have if your individual stores got boycotted because the rest of them would have functioned like normal because you have to think if they're closing all their stores in the united states imagine some of their stores just like in major cities metropolitan areas stores that you know, people are like waiting in line when they open. So you basically missing your, your breakfast, you know, your, uh, midday, <clears throat> your lunch. Cause some people, you know, snack and all that stuff there too. So actually you probably losing billions of dollars by closing these 8,000 stores. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and say something controversial right now. Maybe even a little bit problematic, but, uh, and I don't know if other black people feel this way or not. I don't expect a company as big as these chain companies to have zero racial incidents right it's impossible i just don't think i just don't think it's possible to hire 175,000 americans from all different stripes of life and nothing racist ever happened i think it's impossible now it ain't my job 
to fix it and i'm glad i don't have to worry about it correct um and when something happens it's more about how are you going to handle the pr of it because something will happen yes it will you know and you know we're the age of the internet everyone sensationalizes shit everyone feels like i gotta get my points off and you know and also just in general with life being fucked up people we want to express the rage and the lack of uh the impotency that we feel sometimes correct so we might be online being like fuck starbucks starbucks is racist i'm never gonna drink there whatever and there are some people that truly believe that and that's that will happen but there's a lot more people that probably don't they probably feel more closer to me i would imagine which is that something happened i'm glad y'all tried to do something about it make it a teachable moment stop you know i did not expect them to shut every store down for a day and retrain everybody i think that's kind of dope but um you know and how they're gonna get that literature out in 12 days to do that um because i think it's uh the, yeah may may 29th so it's actually a month and 12 days so they got to get with somebody to come up with this literature to spread to their employees um in this corporate environment and talk about unbiased you know racial biases and shit like that because the, the truth be told you know like you say it's it's a problem that at least they're trying to tackle it because like we said before and they're not going to be perfect and they're not going to do it right and right. it's going to be flawed because you're dealing with people but at least they are attempting to try and some people are so critical of even attempting to try mm-hmm. that some people won't even try because if this would have happened at another corporation some corporations probably even bigger than this they'd have been like fuck y'all mm-hmm. they we were right they the double down and they wouldn't have closed no more because a lot of because the thing is <clears throat> for the fact that they're willing to close their stores lets you know that they actually take the incident seriously because closing stores guess what that means that means no money no money coming in your stores you know and this is probably something that was not in their annual budget because they didn't plan on this so they have to readjust their finances and all that shit to compensate because guess what now you got to pay people to be there and you're not getting any income yeah and racism is an american problem right and the thing is more companies actually should do what they're doing as far as be like hey we need to address this because you are listening to this at your normal <clears throat> everyday nine to five job your job probably should have this same type of a training or some form of a training other than we sit in front of a video from 1982 with bad graphics watching them do shit that don't nobody fucking listen to yeah i don't expect them to meet every mark I, whatever company they pick to come in and do the the literature and shit i don't expect that to like i guarantee if everyone gets a hold of that there's gonna be some issues within that correct you know there's also the shit that the elephant in the room a lot of people don't want to talk about is this intersection of um when in a place of business do people feel threatened do they want to when are you supposed to call the police all this type of shit that i'm glad i never had to make that call that i never had to wonder about that shit you know um when i worked in fast food and stuff i was never in a position where i was the person that made a call like that i never was there when a call was made like that um i was very fortunate knock on wood to not be robbed i worked at <clears throat> the most robbed mcdonald's in charlotte uh for a period of time yes that one um, was and i literally just lucked out that i didn't get robbed now i don't really feel bad for the corporation because it's a fucking corporation they make billions of dollars uh, and you know like i said i don't really buy the whole well this is gonna save them money somehow i don't think it will i don't think it will um either. i think they're still gonna end up having paid them niggas come on um because if it happened to me i wouldn't be accept this as the re- as a solution Mm-mm. um 
the other part of it is i expect um some more racist shit to happen in starbucks again of course even after they get trained it's going to happen again because there's too many fucking people right you're dealing with people people aren't robots they can they will they're just like you have sexual harassment training and what do we talk about all the time sexual harassment at companies come on you know so i think it'll happen again um but yeah i i you know i still like the symbolism of it i still like the idea of as a company taking a stand to be like this was wrong me too um it is a very low bar because america has a very low fucking bar you know like we have a racist country a racist uh electorate racist politics everything so like you know if the bar is you know like i said if this happened at cracker barrel i just don't expect anything to be done come on um this happens at fucking starbucks and like i said that almost i don't want to use the word lucky but something of the spectrum of places that it could happen this is one of the few places that that wants to get it right quote unquote as opposed to most companies that would simply not care and be like see you in court what there'd be a um, uh, make america great again fuck y'all yeah prove that we did something wrong you know that would have been it legally we have the right to call and shit like that come on <coughs> anyway though um good hopefully they get training i don't know who will be in charge of the can- training and shit so that'll be a whole nother Ordeal. thing that people can talk about right um whatnot debate and all that stuff and yeah you do they do need to be critiqued when i know mm-hmm. they will you know but i like the fact that you tried because like right. i said so many companies who would probably try don't try because they say i damn if i do and i damn if i don't if i don't do nothing you talk about <laughs> me if i do do something you talk about me fuck it i won't do nothing right right which is it's shameful and whatnot but you know corporations aren't, aren't people they don't have no souls right um let's see what else happened today <clears throat> excuse me uh what else happened to Dury? Oh, this is kind of good news. Um, in my man, uh, in, in my main man news, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Kung Fu Kenny, uh, cracked a barrier. Um, it's a wicked night. It's a weak night. You decide. my man kenny kung fu kenny has gotten himself a pulitzer prize we can now say damn is a pulitzer prize winning album we sure can uh typically the music prize goes to like jazz and shit shit like that Mm. but this year went to kendrick lamar's album which is not only the first out first pulitzer given to a hip-hop album but also to any work outside of the more rarefied precincts of classical and occasionally jazz composition mm. so this is a it's also was the number one album on the pop chart and it got um and it got it got a public surprise so of course the first thing i did was go right to jl Coban's page <laughs> and it did not disappoint he was so salty mm, 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 mm. it was so beautiful um yeah uh my man kendrick did it i you know obviously um in in today's time and what uh 
donald trump and shit like that to to see something so revolutionary happen you know within that world and then of course you do have to ask the questions of you know how relevant can this shit be if it was not giving anything to hip-hop before now and and i I respect every last person that got something to say about it you're not wrong 2018 still hitting them first but uh i tell people you know people talking about fucking equality well there's no equality if we still hitting the first in a lot of shit and some shit it might be another five to ten years before we hit the first of it Mm -hmm. i just didn't go into the comment sections and just sucking down them white tears i know they've been delicious oh white people mad as hell i don't know why because somebody black yeah they wouldn't give a fuck who won if it would have been a black person that did jazz they would have been fine right you know what i mean like it's so funny that they got so mad but oh well nigga uh i enjoyed it white people in half a jl covan mad as hell Ah! Mm mm-hmm but uh yep my man kendrick uh killed that shit man and it was well well deserved so Mm -hmm. um (laughs) the video of the black woman announcing it her face was priceless too she was like wait till they hear this shit Oh, because she was already prepared. Mm-hmm. She was like, wait till y'all hear this. Teachers have been given tiny bats, baseball bats, to fend off potential school shooters. Hmm. Who are they defending off? Uh, Joker's criminals? You know how Joker got that little gang? They fighting mm-hmm. off Harley Quinn? Here's my thing, Karen. Let's think about this. The school shooters will be showing up with what, Karen? Motherfucking guns. Motherfucking guns. That is correct the teachers will have not regular size baseball bats but tiny baseball bats tiny tiny baseball bats okay against ar-15s and an assortment of unless they about to do some anime moves what are we talking about here mm-hmm mm-hmm um so you will have one teacher presumably maybe multiple teachers with tiny bats trying to fend off uh motherfuckers with a big ass um big ass gun they can shoot multiple bullets in seconds the highest hitting percentage in mlb baseball history is 366 it's 366 i don't even know that that means you hit the ball if, if there's a if there's a a hundred percent of the time you hit it 36.6 percent of the time oh that's the highest ever they're gonna die well you gonna hit bullets with the ball with the with the bat uh, apparently like i said you're gonna be doing some anime shit that sound like some anime shit even ty cobb couldn't do that and if he did he hit it 36 percent of the time which means two-thirds of the time little kids are dying i'm just saying i i don't understand the logic behind this wasting taxpayers money <clears throat> and uh according to uh william hall the superintendent he said the bats are more symbolic than anything however we do want our cons- one to want to have one consistent tool to have as somebody's disposal in the classroom in the event they have to fight it's not about just hiding and waiting there are options and one of those is to fight you don't pay me to fight you pay me to teach you don't pay me to come to school and be a fucking martial arts kung fu person you pay me to teach children i would pay so much fucking money for the for the news camera people the news so you go out there you say hey superintendent hall we want to interview you about this bat thing okay he's like oh yeah absolutely we're gonna interview about the bat thing and i'm the news 
i pay or i fake or i get an actor to do a fake school shooting right then while we in his office with that bat and i'll be like well let's go let's get the get the fighting buddy you said it was this real easy i just would love to see him pee his hands and hide under his desk so i can be like this is a fucking stupid plan what are you doing you even said it was symbolic right the bat literally the bat is smaller than a little league bat it's it's the smallest bat i've ever seen it just it looks like you win it as a prize at celebration station or oh one of them type bats yeah it's not real no one can use it for anything it ain't real a child couldn't use it because it's too small for a kid this is this is ridiculous you deserve it you should get shot just for that being a stupid ass idea right to let you know bullets hurt motherfucker right what a fucking idiot there's some trash people in the world i tell you Mm-mm-mm. yeah and it's real easy to be like oh we're gonna give you something symbolic when odds are you are probably gonna be somewhere safe or right. you're gonna be somewhere that they're not gonna shoot up or y'all probably have protocol and all that shit in place where the person will never get to you don't worry teachers the, don't worry parents the teachers will have some tiny bats your kid is safe <sighs> all right let's move on <laughs> come on let's move on a hundred A transgender woman was brutally beaten on cat's bus uh said as she said she was also drugged cats is our local that's what i was about to ask you because you know that's what we call our system cats that is our local um charlotte north carolina um but uh like transportation system that's the bus i thought maybe somebody else maybe it was chattanooga i don't know it was caught on camera the graphic assault uh has been making rounds on social media since the incident occurred thursday april 7th the transgender woman said she was riding on cat's bus and confronted someone who she said slipped something in her drink earlier in the night moments later he attacked her the victim in the assault jayla ware 
says she doesn't remember she doesn't remember much from the conversation that took place on the bus she claims the man in the video who she says she's known her whole life slipped pcp or a date rape drug into her drink the incident has occurred uh because i the incident has occurred because i noticed that he had put that in my drink uh where told fox 46 i was like oh my god like really you going to try to do me like you did someone else in the past mm in the video the disagreement begins when the two start going back and forth talking about sex the conversation then escalates when Ware approaches the man and appears to touch his face i'll bang anybody you were you hear Ware say in the video me too the suspect who police later identify as roy headman responds i'll bang you right now okay uh Ware says don't touch me headman says Ware approaches him moments later headman starts throwing punches even stomping on Ware's head when she fell to the bus floor headman was taken into custody by charlotte mcburg police that night i already knew what it was when i felt it you can talk you can't talk you can't swallow you can't eat um said Ware. it's just a blessing to still be here it's so hard for me to get help i need the correct surgery i need my jaw is broken and i'm talking to you with a broken jaw the video spread quickly online i've seen a lot of violence in my neighborhood however that was one of the worst acts of barbarism that i've ever seen in my life one person said i've seen the video wow no one stopped them right that could be a hate crime too if that was a transgender person said another yeah um bus full of people too mm. you know or at least people on the bus nobody said shit somebody filming it the whole time um <clears throat> and and the, the about the feminine yeah uh i have family members that did uh work for cats mm-hmm. and um some of them have been working for like a long time and uh some of them have worked for cats uh <clears throat> even before they had cameras because i guarantee you this was a bus camera like a camera on the bus they no had. someone filmed this on their phone I'm oh someone it. filmed this on the yeah. okay okay but they also have cameras on the bus like yeah. cameras actually film incidents on the bus too so i'm pretty sure they're gonna pick up those cameras also right but it's just wild you can see somebody getting stomped out in front of you and you don't even think to yourself i should stop this say something instead i'm just gonna hold this camera up make sure i get the right angles and shit because that's the society we live in now right they'd rather record you than actually help you you know because it's i guess and i don't know if it's a generational thing but my first instinct isn't to record which can be good and bad don't get me wrong because there's some times where i'm like oh i'm glad they recorded that you know but that's not my first instinct but you have a generation where their first thing is to record everything yeah it's just you know it's just sad because you think about how often people like are right there getting harassed or whatever and the police are saying that they are not investigating as a hate crime right now because they don't know they had anything to do with gender but of course um she's saying yeah i absolutely i think it was a hate crime it happened to me because i'm transgender and correct you know when you have a bunch of it's kind of like race shit when i'm like i think this happened to me because i'm black but how can i ever 100 percent prove that to anyone who's not black like black people know they're like yeah that shit definitely that's how people approach you because you're black you know you can't prove that those two black dudes in starbucks technically were it was because they're black and i'm sure that's what the uh the woman holly the manager i'm sure that's what she's gonna say well i just do that all you know i it didn't i didn't even see race i wasn't thinking about that that's what they're gonna say but i as a black person know absolutely that's what happened right because where are the other incidents of this happening right right even if you called the police before if you called the police on a white man before but he probably was doing something well correct he's not just sitting there you didn't just call people on people just sitting there like get the fuck out of my face but i know that instinctually without needing to look it up 
a white person would need a lot like i need evidence we need to look into this let's see every 911 call from this location these are things i don't need i'm like oh she, that bitch look racist look at her hair and i'm already out you know come on come on you got I've a had, racist face i've had and i'll be like i'm out right Mm-mm, there's some racist eyebrows why racist people eyebrows always be messed up you know but for them they we need to prove it um did she call you a nigger sir no okay well open and shut case not a hate crime come on <clears throat> a, the, a lawyer who was famed for gay rights cases burns himself to death in uh ec- ec- ecology protests in new york a prominent lawyer who advocated for lgbtq rights uh was found dead after setting himself on fire saturday morning according to spokesman officers found the body of david buckles 60 after receiving a call from uh to prospect park around 6 10 a.m saturday for initial report of a brush fire officers also found a note at the scene foul play has been ruled out mm. yeah um that's wow the daily news reported that buckle left a handwritten note that said my name is david buckle i just killed myself by fire as a protest suicide i apologize to you for the mess he also left a longer type note and sent a copy to the daily news which quoted the note at length um my early death by fossil fuel reflects what we are doing to ourselves he added that he hoped that his demise was an honorable death that might serve others a lifetime of service he wrote may be best preserved by giving a life uh buckle suicide echoed dramatic protests by self-immolation from past years overseas buddhist monks burned themselves to death to protest a repressive regime in south vietnam during the vietnam war in more recent years tibetans have done the same to protest chinese rule over tibet buckle cited the tibetan tibetan uh self-immolations in his note the daily news reported this is not new as many have um god damn it ad stop popping up um (laughs) sorry this is not new as many have chosen to give a life based on the view that no other action could most meaningfully address the harm they see buckle had served as a marriage project director for lambda legal the nation's first legal organization for lesbian gay bisexual and transgender rights camilla taylor acting legal director at lambda legal wrote in a statement saturday that david was an indefatigable uh, attorney and advocate and also a dedicated and loving friend to so many sharon mcgowan director of strategy for lambda legal recalled his influence over her career as a young lawyer at the aclu i learned so much from david buckle one of the gangs i mean one of the giants from lambda legal with whom i had the honor of co-counseling a challenge to nebraska superdoma this is a uh heartbreak this is heartbreaking news um yeah doma of course the defense of marriage act um so yeah in 2006 uh buckle um had described nebraska's version of doma as the most extreme of all anti-gay family laws in the nation Come on. uh the strategy employed by buckle and many gay rights advocates was to chip away until anti-gay marriage legislation uh state by state um let me chip away at it and in 2006 he told the times that was how he uh how miscegenation laws w- were fought uh he described it as a long chaotic process that undermined miscegenation laws on state by state basis before the u.s supreme court struck them all down um so yes he fought he fought about a ban on gay boys uh by the boy scouts he helped represent james dale um an assistant scout master who was kicked out of the boy scouts when leaders found out he was gay uh in time buckle side prevailed again the organization voted in 2013 to end the ban on gay scouts two years later they ended the ban on gay leaders 
uh, he gains some fame as a lead attorney representing brandon tina a transgender man who was killed in nebraska in 1993 his story was dramatized in 1999 movie boys don't cry and hillary swank won an oscar for a portrayal of tina um twitter users recall his work on the tina case recipes david buckle wrote sydney bristow thank you for giving brandon tina and many others voices wish we could have heard your call for help can't imagine your pain so wow um yeah man i mean it's gotta fight, feel like a hopeless fight sometimes you you get so far and it's you know when you're dealing with suicide already uh in that community where suicide is uh much likelier um and then you have this environment this hateful hateful environment it has to feel like um, such a slap in the face for every legal battle you won mm-hmm. it has to feel like nobody really cares no one's really fighting for anybody anymore and especially uh once this administration got in people who are actually in the know like he would probably be would be like fuck now they get ready to fucking try to roll everything back right so <coughs> let's go with some good news though uh well i guess better news new york city announces plan to house inmates according to gender identity good starting this october new york city will be housing incarcerated people according to their gender identity making new york one of the first major cities in the united states to adopt such a policy the city's department of correction will be responsible for administering the ter- the change the dlc will work with new york city human rights commission cchr to maintain transgender housing unit uh as another safe housing option for transgender inmates the dlc will also continue to carry out individualized assessments of inmates as it selects safe and gender affirming housing options for the safety of all biggest city in the world or in north in america and uh they're doing it so what's the excuse to everybody else biggest city most people they gotta do they they hey we can do this so i don't really want to hear how it's impossible you know they find a way to overcrowd and stuff every other fucking prison might as well get it right come on so um san francisco's already done this um by the way so um in 2015 they announced it would house transgender inmates according to their gender identity with san francisco county jails becoming the first in the country to permit individuals who identify as transgender gender variant and non-binaries to pick their preferred housing and in 2013 the sheriff of houston harris county enacted a policy to safeguard gay lesbian bisexual and transgender inmates that includes permitting transgender people to be housed based on gender identity a de blasio spokeswoman told a observer that the city cannot yet state the number of people the new policy will affect but they will have a more precise number within the next six months she also said the transgender housing unit was a has an average of 12 people on a given day you know so even in a city that big you're not talking about that many people and um maybe the number will go up once you know you are starting to count you are starting to focus on it people do know they have a resource that number will go up. i think that number will go up yeah anchorage voters are set to become the first in the nation to reject the anti-transgender bathroom bill shout out to y'all anchorage come on <clears throat> i see y'all anchorage alaska holding it down 
um yeah voters in alaska's largest city are on track to become the first in the u.s to defeat a so-called bathroom bill in a referendum that asked them to require people using public bathrooms and locker rooms uh consistent with their gender at birth the initiative asked uh anchorage voters to repeal an ordinance passed in 2015 that prevented discrimination based on sexual orientation added a clause that would have prevented transgender people from using bathrooms and locker rooms uh, corresponding with their gender identities voting by mail in the end uh in the in person uh it ended at april 3rd and the repeal effort was losing 53 percent to 47 percent that's still mad close but good i'm glad it got shut down because i really do think the way like the way our state did it in the middle of the night um they voted on that shit no we vote didn't get no the vote. vote for the, no vote for the citizens of the state Mm-mm. um the only local jurisdiction that had passed it was our city and they had passed the opposite which was hey go to the bathroom you feel comfortable in we're cool and and we raised the minimum wage and then immediately the whole state fucking rep revolted um to try to shut that down and you know all this stuff and they've basically pushed it to i want to say next year is when we'll be talking about it again and that's if we'll talk about it again because that's some shit they're gonna keep kicking down the road yeah well i i think we will talk about it again um but we'll see you know maybe i'm wrong but um you know they basically kicked that can down the road um and then but then mccrory lost yes so i i really do hope that you know and i hope north carolina gets some of this quote-unquote blue wave that they say is coming i hope we get some more of it you know because we need all hands on deck and i i would think that um i don't think one is fucked up that we have to vote on people's rights i don't think we should i think this is like one of those things where you would hope like a supreme court decision at some point would just be like hey everybody calm the fuck down it's just the bathroom you know what i mean like you would hope uh especially since the hateful side of this argument is not based on any facts they just lie and sensationalize shit um so i'm really and use fear tactics yeah yeah so i really do hope that uh you know and i love that anchorage is like nah fuck that shit so um but also kind of sad because you know 47 percent of the people that you um if you're transgender in anchorage you know 47 percent of the people are not fucking on your side at all right and uh there's i think that there's some things that should change particularly like in the house of the senate and all that stuff people shouldn't be allowed to be voted in forever limit them terms <clears throat> yeah so after a while get your old ass out of there you non facebook twitter having people don't know shit about social media but you supposed to be fussing fucking passing the laws somebody paying them to have those opinions anyway these anti-transgender there's like coke brother of course just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 and intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's fucking with us um a spotsylvania man shot himself in the leg and now faces felony charges right felony charges you got char- you got charged for shooting you shot yourself in the leg and you face what are you plastic birds this ain't new york a local man was jailed and charged with felony offenses sunday after he shot himself in the leg in a spotsylvania county motel 
sheriff's deputy charles carey said uh said deputies went to the econo lodge on jefferson davis highway in spotsylvania about 11:40 p.m saturday after receiving a report about a man being shot deputies found a man with a single gun shot to his lower leg the man told deputies that two black males had approached him outside the hotel and one of them shot him you know how they do but then they went and sat in starbucks but did you just say he shot himself <clears throat> oh someone decided to pay attention this morning i, know, I see right? you i was like okay player I, I thought you was over there on facebook again nope i'm paying attention today carrie said detectives were called to the scene and began interviewing witnesses in an attempt to find a possible suspect detectives determined there were no other suspects <laughs> and the victim had actually shot himself well you know what yes charge him for shooting himself you know what i actually think i actually think he's telling the truth Karen. i think he was shot i don't think we both know who did it hey 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 what's going on over yes! here at that kind of life? <laughs> that day was up streeting around the corner they everywhere y'all <laughs> don't make me pull out this gun <laughs> i don't know how i'm doing it right i'm so sick <laughs> <laughs> you gonna shoot him in his leg me yes right i'm gonna shoot him in his goddamn leg freeze motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> and they came out of nowhere too mm-hmm and then when they drove off he went, hey 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 gonna, gonna have, have a good time, time. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were banging trash cans that that white man wasn't ready that one nigga already wore a, uh, a toboggan over his face i'm just saying uh officers searched the motel room associated with the victim they found a gun that was determined to be stolen the shooting victim was transported oh. to a local hospital where he was treated and released into police custody well that's just like not being released at all sir the good news is we're releasing you from the hospital yay in the police custody let me finish in the police custody right you ain't going home mm-hmm. eric hunter jones 23 was charged with possession of a firearm by a felon felony receiving stolen property reckless handling of a firearm and filing a false police report he was placed in the rappahannock rappahannock region jail under no bond here's my thing karen why do you think that these people who sometimes do get caught always believe the police would believe that it was a couple black guys racism but what does that mean they think about police they know police job is to go beat them niggas or brown people right why did they believe that police will buy it every time they just like i I mean i don't know i just uh two the couple black people came around you know how i mean we all hate them right i we all agree uh they're more likely to do this kind of thing uh bernie sanders will tell you uh they were trying to sell me some drugs or something they just shot me in the leg i don't know what happened this is crazy anyway i'm going back in the house and i'm glad they actually did their job and just didn't go round up niggas and beat them and whoop them for no reason or did they zero to a hundred a hundred they may have and well somebody was like hey i don't think these negroes did it let them go mm-hmm uh let's see what else happened oh diamond and silk got off of facebook oh shit i know diamond and silk got kicked off of facebook the wonder twins was happening put them on the list with all the black women activists and the feminists and the outspoken <laughs> them and diamond and silk um and they all getting attacked by the same crew 
yeah because the, the crew the crew that you represent <coughs> is part of the same crew that purposely attacked your page to get your page shut down to put you up as an example yeah lynette hardaway and rochelle richardson the two north carolina oh what i didn't know they was from here the what what part of north carolina these coons is from here come on they look like they from here though can i i have always said with diamond and silk they from the they south look like somebody aunts man they just look like they oh uh, they look like the woman that show up at your like uncle's funeral that nobody knows because that was like his other baby mama you know what i mean right and everybody going who is this i don't know who that is sheila oh my god oh why they gotta be from here oh this is disgusting news i'm sorry y'all i had to bear with us for a second this is just oh mm, uh, mm, fucking up the cookouts jesus that mean we probably know somebody that know they ass for real i hope not oh and you can tell from their hair and shit they be in the beauty salon the black one ain't no white people doing they fucking come on gold streaks and they putting them snapping and, and, and uh and nobody's perming that shit come on nigga I mean, it's some. Reaction is angry, sad, and disappointed. Damn, that means it's like a <laughs> black a black woman that got to do their hair every like two weeks, like this motherfucker. <sighs> hey, I bet you don't even talk about what they do. How's everything going with your little what, your little radio show or something? You know, whatever you call it, you once you on that tube that you that tube you you YouTube. Oh God. Anyway, man, so um you know they've been on fox news and everything um for trump yep so they ended up uh getting um taken off of uh facebook they said on twitter um at diamonds and silk have been corresponding since september 7 2017 with at facebook um owned by mark zuckerberg about their buy censorship and discrimination against dns brand page finally after several months chats phone calls appeals beating around the bush and lies giving us the runaround facebook gave us another bogus reason why millions of people who have liked and or followed our page no longer receive notification and why our page post and video reach has been reduced by a very large percentage here's a reply from facebook thursday april 5th 2018 at 3 40 p.m the policy team has come to the conclusion that your content and your brand has been determined unsafe to the community yep this was facebook conclusion after six months 29 days five hours 40 minutes and 43 seconds oh and guess what else if our content and brand was so unsafe to the community why is the option for us to boost our content and spend money on facebook to enhance our brand page still available maybe facebook should give us a refund since facebook censors our reach lastly didn't facebook violate their own their own policy when facebook stopped sending notification to the millions of people who liked and followed our brand page this is our this is deliberate bias censorship and discrimination these tactics are unacceptable we want some answers diamond and silk yeah they're problematic but that last statement i agree facebook strategically <clears throat> like if you own the page it used to be when you send shit out everybody that liked your page actually got a notification they started suppressing that and now they actually make you pay to actually mass push your shit mm-hmm. and i was listening to npr and there are people that actually that's their thing for their business they actually make money off of that and they were having problems and they was like facebook give was giving them a fucking run around and shit like that when you try to contact their, their 
customer service but they're like hey y'all took my money this shit is supposed to do what it's supposed to do so they basically just taking people's money don't have no problems with it you not gonna get a response Mm-hmm. join us live to respond i just started feeling a little unsafe thank you both for being here did they give you i mean i just want to let you comment on it but what rationale could they or would they give you for saying that your content is unsafe they gave us no rationale Mm-mm. the only thing they told us was that it was unsafe for the community and my theory is we are two women two women of color so how are we and our content our brand unsafe for the community we don't sell drugs we're not laying out in the streets we- did they pull out the we two women of color they believe in that now they believe in discrimination against black people now because they've been spending a long time talking about man boy i tell you when the coon wake up call come it's always so shocking no matter how many times it predictable it's gonna get when it is them it's some racism when it was clarence thomas he said that shit was a a public lynching and shit a high-tech lynching like oh my god oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to pause it i'm sorry just oh man man they the only ones though that's ever had some racism happen to them the rest of us niggas out here just complaining Got about no that. Bugs. we don't belong to no gang so how are we unsafe mm. to the community right. it bothers me it's offensive it's yes. appalling it taints our brand mm-hmm. it taints our, our us as, right. as women and yeah. facebook is supposed to be an entity where they suppose they want equality for women That's well right. why are you censoring two women of color two black women right. well, why well, are you not allowing our viewers or our followers and likes the only to time fox news because you deem that. it unsafe and you can't even give us an explanation as to why yeah well facebook as you know is under their microscope at the moment we've reached out to facebook we've not yet heard back from them <coughs> about this particular situation but as we said a moment ago this started about seven months ago where you both started uh noticing the activity levels were going down walk us through what happened well it was in september we noticed that there was a pause on our page where one day we were doing good the very next day all of our numbers just dropped and we kept viewing it and viewing it everything was dropping uh people was not receiving notifications we got emails we got uh tweets we got uh, messages that they cannot, couldn't even get notifications that our post was not showing up on their feed, um, that they couldn't even like our page or they couldn't even uh, go to the mechanism to see our page first. We kept getting that information from the people. They had- yeah, I, I'm gonna stop there, but, um, <clears throat> here's the thing. Um, can't believe I'm saying this, but, fuck oh god they're right they are absolutely right yeah 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 even though you know i don't care for them they're very problematic they are actually right (laughs) you you should they should not be shut down like this they got the right to coon and they can coon on you know right the coon is universal and you can't just give it to white people white people be on that cooning saying racist shit starting they fucking like white power only communities and be thriving getting all the little notifications millions of people fucking with it and riding that wave to to make money a motherfucker start a fake black lives matter page and made money we just covered it last week (sighs) just because they coons does not mean 
that they are telling the they are lying right now they telling the truth about this shit right because not only has it affected them it has affected other people of color but they didn't give a fuck about the other people of color because it wasn't them right like they still some coons and they still like are reprehensible and i think they use that platform for some detrimental shit and the world would be better off if they weren't around to do what they do but that being said um facebook's role in this shit is very telling because they aren't fair with that was some white people doing the same fucking thing they do their page would still be up yeah you would you would get this is considered non-offensive we don't see nothing wrong and they would keep thriving and also the only reason why fox news put a camera in your face is because of the bullshit that y'all put out look man the right to coon is the right to coon come on and while i don't agree with cooning i will goddamn fight to my last breath for people to have the right to do it okay come on, you're right i'm not gonna stop you it's not like as long as it's some white folks making money off of this bullshit come on i i, I could not possibly co-sign the idea of the the only people being told no is some black people that's stupid like either shut every page down or just leave them all up because y'all clearly don't give a fuck and y'all will shut that the second someone says men are scum or white people yeah white people are uh white supremacy is evil or some shit y'all can't wait to fucking come in and shut them down and it's always the black people you know i've noticed you know they shut down they think shutting down feminists is the same thing as shutting down neo-nazis and it's not so yeah absolutely if you're gonna be an amoral company that says we just let people do what they got the right to do freedom of speech then y'all gotta let these coons cook let these coons cook correct that's it all right but i'm 100 fucked with of course because it's them and just having to listen to them for any amount of time is just detrimental to black health they are the scum of the earth and they're yelling a georgia city proclaimed april confederate history month and then came the n-word ha ha you don't say i wonder why a former elected official what n-word uh glad you asked a former elected official used the n-word several times during a public meeting offending a black member of georgia city board of commissioners the tense exchange between the two men happened on the same day the atlanta suburb of griffin georgia declared april as confederate history month just one server while speaking about the declaration during the public comments portion of the meeting larry johnson a former member of the board who is white immediately turned his attention to rodney mccord who appears to be one of the two black officials at the table what began as a harmless reminiscent of their differences back when they were serving the city officials together quickly escalated when johnson reminded mccord of a conversation he said they once had about race i told you at the time that there were good there were white folks that were black folks and there were black folks when i was growing up johnson said speaking to mccord on the podium there was white trash my family and there was the nigger town and i live next to nigger town the comment immediately caught mccord off guard while the other board members sat quietly you live next to what town asked johnson and johnson uh he asked johnson and johnson replied matter of factly nigger town son i'm telling you son now that changed i'm no longer white trash hold on a second mccord interrupted <laughs> oh yeah he well, he asked him that to be sure you heard him right and to make him repeat it in the next few minutes it's shown on the public video of the meeting agitated mccord tries to express his frustration while the board's chairman douglas holberg stopped him so johnson can keep talking 
mr mccord please let him get to the point so we can move on to which mccord with his voice raised said he can get to his point but i'm not going to sit here maybe y'all are comfortable with it i don't know i'm not going to sit here and let this man use that type of language if nobody else is offended then i am now if y'all want to clap and think that that's okay for this gentleman to stand in 2018 and get here at the board of uh, city commission meeting 2018 the civil war is over and he is using the n-word not once not twice three times and he just continues to say it with not one word about who it offends at that point holberg asked johnson to refrain from using the racial slur johnson then went on to talk about the confederacy and why he supports the confederate flag the civil war and his scottish heritage my skin is white my neck is red and i was born in southern bed he said nothing wrong with that i hope that doesn't offend anybody i like how he tried to make it seem since like i hope it since we're just getting all willy-nilly and getting mad at just random words now i hope the words i just said weren't also as offensive as i mean come on i hope nobody gets upset he also apologized to mccord before leaving and before leaving the podium reiterated an earlier argument that the civil war wasn't fought over slavery responding to the use of the offensive slur the next speaker who addressed the board said the lack of respect she just witnessed does not represent the city she made at home just a year ago so i propose that we have a list of words that can and cannot be used here at the commission meeting bonnie moore told the board because if i stood up here and used a four-letter word that began with the f and ended with a k everybody would be offended so i think there should be a decorum from everyone just respect other people thank you earlier during the meeting held last week the board declared april as confederate history month man a black per- two black people sat on that board and what happened to the other black dude well the other black person were they just cool with it i was like hey, I don't know. nigger have, town i remember i grew up there, there nigger town was good um yeah so um yeah they want to celebrate that and, and the state's rights and yada 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 you know um mccord decried the proclamation saying it sends a message that the city is willing to offend its black residents to make other people feel good a proclamation to these very anti-americans who did not want to be a part of america and now we are going to celebrate that is the most un-american thing i've ever heard he said uh those who supported the proclamation said the objections were based on misinformation and argued that the confederacy was about heritage not about racism slavery or hate but many historians reject that notion that the war had nothing to do with slavery right we got story. we have documentations from the founding fathers about this they wrote this is about them niggers this is about money this is about cotton and slavery and making money off of the backs of niggers what are we talking about here well not necessarily founding fathers because it happened i mean not the founding fathers but the confederacy yeah from the oh yes the founding fathers of the confederacy absolutely yeah jefferson davis yeah it's all up in there right right white people are just ignorant and choose not to and i and i really i forget the number which episode it was of ours but all our episodes are free uh are archived on our website so you can go to the blackout tips and search but there was this one episode where we talked about um the confederate um soldiers they had a video of them the uh when they were all old and shit after the war was over and they they had a reunion and their family celebrated them mm-hmm. and i remember thinking and that's why white people in the south specifically but pretty much everywhere they can't <clears throat> detach themselves from the romanticizing of the south and that's role in trying to keep slavery because for me i'm talking about slave masters slave owners violent rapists 
and people that broke up our families and terrorists that's what i'm talking about war criminals right to them they're talking about granddad they're talking about their heritage their blood their dna and they need those emasculated cucks who lost that war to feel like they were still men and the only way to make them feel like they were still men is to make it seem as if what they did was noble and not about um greed yes yes and and it was a strategic plan from the it started from with the daughters of the confederacy they would uh do things and they would like have these celebrations and they would actually host it and they would actually let the soldiers come and speak and then the soldiers would kind of you know go in the background that's how it kind of started they actually taught the children to read i mean and that's slavery but the the war was about states rights and not about slavery they actually taught this they actually ingrained this in their children that you know like it was a strategic plan that actually swept the south to rewrite history and those children had children had children had children and they still believe that bullshit yeah and i think that's 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 what it really boiled down to was just how do i make it seem like my great grandpappy and shit wasn't just some racist motherfucker oh i'll say it was about the north the northern aggression that he fought and you're like that doesn't make sense you know that just doesn't make sense that that's what what it was about but they don't want to hear that shit so fuck them right and the north quote unquote wouldn't be in that grand the niggas anyway they got up there anyway because they didn't care too much for me though at the time mm-hmm. um let's see all right we're starting to get out of time we got to do maybe one more segment or okay. something um what are you gonna do and before you go and that's why it pays to know your history people know your history i'm actually learning about history and stuff like that i need to actually know reading about the civil war and and learning more about it and learning about songs and the history of the the, the songs that they did and the rebel yell and you know because they begin to open up your eyes and the same the same tactics that they use today are the same tactics they used years ago yeah and if you don't know and you're running from it because you don't want to feel bad this is the kind of shit you buy and this is really why white people continue to be so racist is that they for the most part don't know shit everything they've been taught is propaganda to make them feel not bad about being white as if that's the only fucking purpose of of learning is just learn not to feel bad about whiteness and it's like no you're supposed to learn accurate history and if you've ever taken time to talk to a white person about racism they for the most part don't know shit and or they say some very racism 101 shit where they just haven't learned enough to have a conversation or they just say propaganda you know right i just think it's wrong to look judge anybody by the color of their skin it's like well okay but do you understand what racism what slavery what all that's based off of it's not just judging me by the color of my skin it's about stealing my labor you know it's about stealing our land you know right and 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 to me it's also one of those things where and i know we need to move on but i know i was the type of person for a very long time i didn't want to learn i'm not even gonna lie i didn't want to learn because of the hurt and the pain of my people and just reading about like it like like it could be overwhelming so when i learn about it i i actually do it in bits and pieces i'll do a little bit take a few months off do a little bit more take a few months off like that's kind of how i do it 
you know because it can be overwhelming and yeah uh uncivil for those of you that actually want to learn about the civil war let's do a podcast co- called uncivil it will educate the fuck out of you you'll be like oh my gosh i did not know that shit um and that's why i learned a lot of this information from on top of you know reading and things like that and i actually need to read more um and also when you listen to podcasts they actually give books to read and they actually that particular podcast they actually go back and talk to uh uh people great great grandchildren that are still alive on both sides you know get their perspective so it's very interesting but yeah i used to be one of those people that constantly would run away but i realized that me running away and me being ignorant is not helping anybody i need to know and that's the thing once i know better i can actually do better and if i'm going to be somebody that's going to fight for rights i need to know what rights i'm I'm fighting for i i need to get a background of a history of this because the thing about it is that if we're not careful i could actually see the country actually trying to have a civil war again so people have to be aware of that because history is almost trying to repeat itself with the division of people in office and all this shit going on so you got to make yourself aware so you won't be blindsided yeah and all this shit is uh everything that we find outlandish that happened in the past is possible because it happened already correct so it ain't that fucking far-fetched but um yeah i I just i I do i'm glad that you kind of came around on that because i do think it it took um, a while It, it you know and i think i'm gonna tell you baby it took me listening to you you was talking about that book uh that you i don't remember the name of the, out of the house of bondage right that book you was telling me about that and and, and periodically i asked you about it and you would tell me about it and tell me about the the letters that they wrote so that's what kind of got me interested in it and i was in and, and listening to you was on the like storytelling time i was like okay so that happened and that happened and that okay these things make sense the same tactics are being used the same suppression is being used and that kind of made me realize that i need to learn more because these are things that you just don't learn in school yeah and just um honestly it's just one for your edification but then two that's the difference between people like diamond and silk and other people you know and also for me personally it just made me not feel crazy right because i was i used to feel like am i being paranoid about this thing about the way i think people are feeling about the these certain institutions and patterns that you notice being a black person you're like why is it always this way for us and then when you look and you go oh there's a history of this sort of aggression there's this policy and this law and that came from this thing and this state and this you know and you you know you realize you know being black in america is almost like living in a horror movie at times and you you start to feel like either you have to be you know to put your head in the sand like you know coons doing shit and be like these white folks shows being good to me you had to do that shit and just pretend that everything you see that's racist ain't happening you know or you have to um or you or by nurture by virtue of you not wanting to learn the past and shit like that you're just constantly enraged and amazed and yeah. astounded by racism and how it keeps folding and changing because you just refuse to link it to anything else but if you could link it to something else for me it gave me peace of mind because i'm like well yes i'm still angry yes this is still fucked up but but i but i understand the roots of this is bigger than me like i can't put a suit on and outsuit this 
i can't what? speak proper english and out proper english this i can't out educate this right you, you know, know? And, and 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 for me i'm not even gonna lie i really with all my heart truthfully after trump won the election and i've said this before i was fucking furious i was furious for a very very long time i'm a lot calmer now because time has passed but i was furious and i did not know what to do with my anger it, like like it was like an anger that like burned within me and i, I was looking at every white person was a motherfucking suspect i just keep it real everybody was so i didn't want to be in that angry 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 state all the time so i had to learn where it was like what do i do with all this anger this energy like Argh! just just everything was just getting to me everything was just irritating me i woke up angry went to bed angry it was just just anger because i was like i cannot believe these motherfuckers are doing this to my country that i love i love this country too i'm an american citizen too you know and stuff like that was getting to get to you so this is one reason why i began to educate myself so that i know that my anger is not like you say, I'm not crazy with this anger. Yeah, it's not unfounded. Right, because I was, I'm mad, I'm angry, okay, I, I need to have a better understanding of why I'm mad. I know I feel this way, and there has to be a valid reason to why I feel this way. Yes, I see things happening, I see things happening in the street, I see black people dying, brown people, LGBTQ, yes, but there has to be some, some more foundation behind this so that when you talk to people, you can talk with more education, so that when you teach people, you can talk to them with 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 the places of some form of of <clears throat> knowledge and wisdom so that when people tell you things you can be like well i that's not true versus i don't know if it's true or not right it don't feel true right right you know? like people can say things you go well i don't think that's true versus no 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 these are the facts and this is what i know and when i know the truth it also paints that person in another light because i'm like are you just ignorantly st- stupid and saying propaganda you've learned your whole life or are you just evil and just a diabolical person that i don't want to be around because it's one of the two right you either ignorant and need to go educate yourself or you're one of those people that rejects the 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 truth and you want me to be gaslit and i refuse but you don't know that if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about you know you had to go find out these resources there's too much shit out here too many people keeping track of it black people have made such advancements um you know and gotten to positions in academia and stuff where we can write about these things and podcast about them and put them on tv shows and um i always felt like it was a greater white supremacy being served when niggas were scared to learn their history i always feel that way i that's what they would like i think if the end result if i put a put out a poll for say like conservative racist white people right and i said do you want black people to learn the history of slavery and oppression and segregation in america i feel like a hundred percent of them will come back and say no correct we prefer these niggas to be ignorant and stupid and then listen to what we say then i feel like if i would have done a poll probably prior to black lives matter but you know recent like say within the recent 10 years if i had done a poll of black people and said do you want to learn the history of slavery oppression segregation and things uh in america i feel like most black people would have said no i don't want to learn that shit right it makes me feel bad it hurts my you know like uh makes me feel inferior or something like that you know blah blah 
and that was ultimately serving the same master serving the same goal and i feel like one of the things i at least with the show wanted to do was destigmatize that and tell people not only are these stories out here but they're stories of black excellence they're not just stories of survival which is nothing wrong with that they're also stories of um overcoming they're also stories of rebellion they're also stories of revolution they're stories of success they're um the reason we're here we're we're alive because of a success story come on you know and i feel like um we are fortunate to have the privileges to be able to be so woke that we stupid quote unquote Mm-hmm. you know when i see like black people that uh, uh, sort of admonish the idea of voting uh the right to vote even like the on some like that's some bullshit right it's just another trick or whatever right, like died wanting to vote right but but honestly we're that's that is like people say like your ancestors died for your right to vote not and, and i do think some of them did I, I mean actually i know some of them did it wasn't uh, a mystery <laughs> they literally died trying to help black people get the vote um but they also did some of them died for you to have a choice to not use it correct and some of them died so that one day you had the same rights and the same privileges that other motherfuckers have so that you can be on some pie in the sky i'm revolutionary fuck everything they died for that too Mm -hmm. you know they like so but but if you don't i i think part of the thing i want to convey is not just a cautionary tale but these things are also enlightening and empowering to learn about mm-hmm. they're not written by every like some of the shit that we associate with like learning is like these movies where the whole movie was sad and it's mm, nah, that shit right 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 and some people we some so so then you have black people that are like i don't want to experience these things but then i'm like nah because i've seen black people write about things that it ain't sad it's just what happened yeah and i think a lot of it like you said before i don't want to see it from a white person's narrative right a lot of us have absorbed white people telling us about slavery and that's why and you know why we rejected it because it didn't feel true because it wasn't right white people believe there were nice slave masters and kind good slave owning people that just wanted base they just wanted to civilize these africans and help them out and you know where they read that at in their fucking grandfather's journals and shit they grant the 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 house madam's fucking journal will tell her diary will tell you every fucking positive like and maddie was just she was all in her tears this morning but i had to hit her with that spoon i tell you what i gave her some good christian learning like just sounds like abuse to me ma'am you know but we don't break these cycles and we don't um like i said for our own peace of mind learn about this shit unless we read it ourselves and i i I always find it enlightening especially from black people that are writing about this shit not saying that only black people i mean ken burns civil war documentary was a huge part of like making me be like i'm gonna go read more history because this dude is uncovering shit and just not pulling his punches Mm -mm. but i needed that because i live here and i feel those scars sometimes i'm on the highway i just look into the side of the highway and i think about where are the unmarked graves of my ancestors come on where are the people that died trying to make it to freedom and never got there you know where are the people that uh they didn't their masters and shit didn't feel 
the same respect of their humanity so they just buried them like a fucking dog in the backyard you know i think about that shit you know what woods did people have to travel to get to the north you know everybody didn't make it Mm-mm. you know and so i think about that kind of shit and i'm like yeah i'm not gonna run away from this shit i, I read a lot i read a lot I, uh, I read some i don't read a lot and then i, I watch documentaries movies shit like that um because you know and there's all kinds of, if you listen to this podcast there are podcasts out there there's all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. for you to educate yourself and i don't know it for me i found it enriching i can't speak yeah. for everybody there's and, some people that probably don't find it that way right and and my biggest thing is don't be scared because like like it's nothing to be scared but, of but I, it but, already happened you know what that, i'm saying that's, that's true, what i but, always try to convey to you when you used to act like scared about it it was like but it happened already it's more scary to learn to live in a world where you are in denial of what already happened yeah and I, I think for me it used to give me like anxiety if that makes sense like right you know i like and 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 i would just reject it because i was like i don't want to know i don't want to hear this just hair terrible it was just horrible i i understand you know so it almost put me like in a panic mode That's yeah what- you're not wrong for it i understand the emotion because i felt it but you're for me in my i can't speak for everyone for me i'm better off knowing you know me, me, me too I, there's nothing fucking worse than ignorance that you didn't have to have and now you out here sounding like i don't know you just sound like you just sound like like uninformed and then you have these people that fake information and they're very confident and they're just talking over you and your lived experience and you know they are lying but you don't have the words and you don't have the examples and you don't have the resources to be like this is a fucking lie dude that's not how it happened you know it's why the ferguson report was so important you know what i mean people uh, i don't want to get into some uh, a rabbit hole with the obama shit but like just in general that was an underrated moment in our history you know because that shit puts numbers on what is happening to us things that black people have felt gaslit about our whole lives things that white people have denied to this very day right you're not over police bernie sanders thinks black people are just more more likely to deal drugs not we just have a higher propensity of drug dealing like it's in our dna or some shit i don't know whereas we have the numbers to be like no you over police us you pull over a white person we have the numbers they are more likely to do be having have some contraband in their car they are more likely but guess who's more likely to be pulled over we now have numbers you know and maybe it doesn't matter to some people but that's where change starts if i can't even calculate it how the fuck am i get changed right if i'm right. so scared to, if i'm scared to look at it because you know who else is scared to look at this shit white people right and if they if we scared to look and they scared to look then why then then you got trump you got trump that's white fear right there that is white fear fucking uh metastasized that is white fear placed into a uh it is given form and that white fear has killed us it has enslaved us it has robbed us in the past and we have to be better than denying it we have to be better than well that's just i i mean why i don't want to learn that shit we have to be better than that if you have black children you listen to this podcast teach your black children at home teach them because they're not going to teach them in school i I saw a thing today it was from a textbook today 2018 it was like there was some good slave owners and some some people say slavery was bad but not everybody says it was bad and i'm like 
is this are you fucking serious you know what i mean like this is the and they're not teaching that just for those black kids those are that message is for white children to not feel bad so they, can, so they can grow up and be little trumpets and shit that's why they are so those kids will never be confronted with their privilege never be confronted with the racist history of their people they'll never be confronted with what oppression is they think there's a way to be a slave that is okay by the slave and the master imagine imagine a scenario where someone can come in your fucking house right now take you abscond with your ass and put you to work and go and you're as a slave going ain't so bad yeah separate you from your family tear your kids away from you take your husbands away right from you. rip your families apart and have the right to do with your body as they will but this ain't so bad is what we're teaching some kids so you we have a responsibility individually to educate ourselves and you have a, a responsibility to educate your kids and the kids around you man do not let these kids go out being ignorant and learning from these fucking white people who are it, it, at best ill-informed and at worst ill-intentioned you cannot let that slide you cannot let that sit we, we we have an obligation you know and that's why i learn and that's why i read and that's why i care and that's why i read these articles and that's why we have these segments on the show mm-hmm. and we talk about this shit because if you not if you're if you're doing nothing you're complicit yeah if you're doing nothing you're just as bad you're just as fucking bad because you're just like those people sitting on the bus watching that man beat a transgender woman up and not say shit you're just like them you know someone gotta 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 fight this shit with facts man you know if nothing else they can't rob us of that so right yeah. <sighs> anyway we don't have time for anything else now no no problem no problem i'm glad we had this conversation because th- things like that matter so that when people do come at you and they're using the same language they used years ago you understand the foundation of why they're saying what they're saying and where it came from you will also understand when it comes to the police officers the history of the police officers how they got started they were originally slave catchers and the same symbol that the slave catchers is the same little symbol that they use that little star thing is the same symbol that they use today you know like little things like that that a lot of people just don't know so i encourage people to like i said you might do it like me i can't consume it all at once i do bits and pieces you know and it varies per person but you got to start from somewhere yeah pick your spots man i'm not telling everybody to go out and be fucking scholars on the shit but like this shit where you don't load nothing come on man and things are way too consumable now you know you have um what was the uh joint uh on wgn the two two seasons about slavery and uh going uh to the north and all this shit and harry tubman was in it like dog that right there they were trying to underground they were trying to teach they were teaching us in a way we could consume without being like fucking it's all about just angry and this is like no and i'm also watching like badass heroes survive if i can watch fucking white people survive a zombie apocalypse i can watch black people survive actual slavery i can watch it yes because one of these is actually heroic because it happened for real and one of these we made the fuck up you know so yeah man i i I don't know just um educate yourself because i don't i don't expect white people to learn they don't seem to really give a fuck and um yeah not put like this not unless their background and their history 
is in what they've learned is in this and even that some of them actually learn that shit and reject it but there are some people that actually learn it know it better than you ever will learn it and will actually go out there and educate people that those white people will be those white people will learn when they're forced to learn right now right now it's elective as fuck yes it is if a white person wants to be that white person they can go out and learn and do all this other shit and but in general it's not in the textbooks it ain't happening there you know it ain't happening in their churches you know it ain't happening in their political circles everything is about keeping white people ill-informed and ignorant so that they will continue down the path that they're gone like that's the whole point you know (laughs) trump doesn't seem very educated does he but he seems very white supremacy (laughs) yeah right so um all right um what are we gonna end this on um matter of fact we might as well just go to nine because uh definitely not gonna watch the flash without watching uh black lightning so let's do some guest race let's do some fun shit real quick now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where you read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today everybody to guess the race and karen in the chat room plays along and they're racist yep all right story number one a woman was arrested after a raunchy come on to the easter bunny oh what's happening here i don't know she wanted to lay some eggs she wanted some of that carrot apparently Mm-hmm. uh trying to make it out with the easter bunny isn't as exactly appropriate behavior especially <laughs> when kids are watching but that's what the police said ohio woman did Ladonna hewitt Ladonna hewitt 54 was arrested on saturday after police said she lewdly propositioned and grabbed an easter bunny working at a carousel park in mansfield oh shit when hewitt posed for a photo with the rabbit witnesses said she inappropriately grabbed the costume character and made suggestive comments within earshot of families at the indoor park we received police said we received a report from a citizen an unusual report from a citizen that called us to the richland carousel park of an intoxicated female doing some lewd acts on the easter bunny um arriving uh officers found hewitt on the carousel uh according to an arrest report obtained by the smoking gun officer said hewitt seemed to be drunk with slurred speech bloodshot eyes and a generally wobbly demeanor hewitt was charged with public drunkenness and booked into the county jail she was released eight hours later police didn't charge her with assault in the easter bunny uh hewitt's face what bunny lives don't matter how you not gonna charge right Hewitt's Facebook page seemed amazingly prophetic, featuring a comment that she can be a handful, but most of the time, yeah. but most of the time, I'm just an idiot. Um, all right, Karen, guess the race of LaDonna Hewitt. LaDonna Hewitt. Oh, I'm going to go with my first institution. <clears throat> I'm going black. Karen's going with black. Let's check the chat room and see what you coons believe. I uh, don't see any guesses maybe there's a delay or maybe i'm scared i don't know i don't know it might be a delay i see myself moving so i know it's working uh Uh, white says june all right a self-professed idiot must be white white i got some egg cream for you black a snow bunny white so only one person went black and karen went black um you said i didn't charge her didn't charge her with uh they they yeah public drunkenness but not the assault on the bunny 
gonna go white all right can switching it to white and one person went black and that person is wrong it was a white woman to the person that got it wrong got a boo i'm sorry buddy the name got me too that's why i went black Ladonna like, hewitt man right. it sound black but then i was like they didn't charge her and it's spelled hewitt is not spelled the way you think the oh, h-e-w-i-t-t which is how black people spell it uh-huh. it's spelled h-u-g-h-e-t-t oh shit oh shit mm-hmm. the poor easter <clears throat> bunny right but the bunny wasn't ready let's do it ride it my bunny i know <laughs> my carrot stay on it <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my god ride it jump on it Post i was thing. just a rabbit hey. <laughs> minding my business <laughs> yeah she tried to give the easter bunny a lap dance this woman came out of nowhere <laughs> and tried to give me the business <laughs> i was not ready <laughs> that buddy didn't know what i you know because they got the the costume mask on i couldn't even match up to the person in that costume was like what the fuck is this i know oh my god they didn't Mm-mm. tell me i needed rubbers i just came out here to, 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 to watch the kids come on um <laughs> uh she's like trying to lay some easter eggs on me no what you trying to no you want to hop on this <laughs> no i don't ma'am there's mm. children right right over there <clears throat> um a cop sucked a suicidal man's toes and sexually assaulted him in a hospital chicago police say a man who was being held by police on a misdemeanor charge was sexually assaulted twice by one of his guards while he was at the hospital february 3rd now officer carlisle calhoun 46 a 10-year veteran of the police force faces multiple charges in the alleged assault police were holding an unnamed suspect for this misdemeanor charge when he began saying he was suicidal leading calhoun and another officer to drive him to a local hospital for psychiatric evaluation with the suspect chained to the bed and the other officer away eating food calhoun allegedly began giving the man relationship advice before massaging the victim's feet what is this i don't know a father-son confrontation about to do something on empire too like nigga you know i don't watch that no more i'm off that narcotic um but yeah so he gave him relationship advice while he was chained to the bed before massaging the victim's feet and sucking his toes then he allegedly grabbed the restrained man's genitals pulled out his phone and snapped a picture what assistant state attorney ahmed kosoko said according to the chicago tribune the other officer returned and calhoun then escorted the man to a bathroom in the restroom officer allegedly performed oral sex on the suspect <gasps> before they returned to the hospital room when the officers left the victim reported what happened and sample swabs were taken that contained dna matching calhoun calhoun was stripped of his police powers when police first learned of the allegations and placed it placed him on a desk job uh but he was not formally charged until tuesday huh i wonder why this is different than when those cops uh sexually assaulted 18 year old girl or 17 year old girl or something like that uh in new york i wonder if because as a man 
and it was gay they sitting up there like oh actually that's very inappropriate we do not want you doing that at work we do that to to, to women and children but not uh, grown men now that's unacceptable you will be placed on desk duty um so then um he was ordered held on two hundred thousand dollars bond charge of aggravated criminal assault uh a sexual assault official uh an official misconduct he will also be suspended without pay so even if his excuse would be like well it was consensual which is the excuse those other two dudes had that sounds like they're not buying that they threw his ass right in jail come on it's just it's just funny to your boy <clears throat> Calhoun's attorney said the officer was well respected, helps care for his elderly mother, and performed a high pressure negotiation with a knife wielding man last year. Yeah, but what was that negotiation? Hey man, I suck your dick. Uh, you know, you need some relationship advice? Real quick, let me suck your toes. Put that knife down. Alright, I'll put the knife down. Um, <clears throat> alright, Karen, guess the race of Carlisle Calhoun. White. Karen's going white. Let's check the chat room and see what y'all believe uh white says the gourmet goober <clears throat> i'll wait on the rest of you just help themselves to some free toes white oh oh, oh guys man. come on oh, man no. oh no not to make feet jokes but that was corny <laughs> whitest uh says june um <clears throat> all right sounds like that's all the people that's guessing they must be scared i feel like rod was giving us hints that he is black says ashley so she's going are you going black ashley sounds like she's going black um i didn't say he put hot sauce on the feet okay but i hear you uh the correct answer is and ashley you got it right he is black so karen you missed it rest of you racist shame on you but the the people that said the ashley the only one that got it right you get the uh the golf clap they gave a nigga desk duty i see you back ashley all right that's what i like to hear um yeah he looked like some toes been in his mouth I like that the article said sucked his toes like sucking his dick wasn't the lead they buried the lead on that yeah they did they were like like, nah penis them toes y'all now sucking toes now that's just goddamn ridiculous that's too far that's why i draw my line right (laughs) how dare you suck some toes are you crazy uh (laughs) meanwhile (laughs) sucking dick it's like well we can see that i mean right he really didn't but he really didn't uh violate protocol till he started sucking them toes we've we've sucked plenty of dicks and sexually assaulted people here at the apart department that's that's really right. far for the course uh all right bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far karen is one and one almost went oh and two but she saved it see how she does in the bonus round all right a mom is charged in a dui she peed on an officer and kicked another in the groin oh florida woman of course 
who police said was driving under the influence monday was taken into custody after rear-ending another vehicle and kicking and peeing on an officer oh all while her child was in the back seat of the car i mean where else That's would they supposed to be happening at least they weren't in the front seat were, were they in the child seat i have no idea nicole nespolini 40 was driving erratically screaming and cursing at another vehicle before rear-ending the car police report the driver of the vehicle was able to motion nespolini to pull over after which nespolini continued screaming at the woman and pleaded for her not to call law enforcement when police you hit me please ma'am don't call the police okay i'm drunk and this is not gonna look good when police arrived at the melbourne intersection around 5 30 p.m you heard me middle of rush hour drunk with a baby in the back seat uh wow on a monday Nespolini continued to act erratically, walking into traffic and pushing an officer in the chest. At one point, she stood on her toes and yelled at the officer's face. As three officers began placing the suspect in handcuffs, she said, I'm peeing and I hope it gets on you. The woman then began urinating on the officer's foot. That's at least he got good aim. Yeah, real good aim. No, he was pissed off when uh while escorting nespolini into the patrol vehicle she kicked another officer in the groin it wasn't until she was secured in a patrol car that police walked over to her vehicle and noticed the baby in the child seat in the oh, back seat they didn't even know the baby was right because you trying to take care of her the child's father came to retrieve the baby while nespolini was taken to a hospital for medical clearance uh before being booked into a county jail she was charged with driving under influence dui with property damage child neglect resisting the officer with violence resisting the officer without violence and battery on a law enforcement officer no resisting for violence and not violence the spot despolini was uh bond was set for eighteen thousand five hundred dollars guess right karen oh this is 100 white karen is saying white all right you think she wanted to speak to those officers manager Mm-hmm. uh white yeah, she was you know she was already pissy because she couldn't probably was drinking while she was driving mm-hmm. white with peak entitlement apple care privileges white she called she only calls police during her job at starbucks not for traffic disputes Aww. white and white folks the correct answer is white With the baby in the goddamn car seat y'all right we so tied up with you you about to die in front of your child we don't even <laughs> see your baby in the seat in the back Mm-mm-mm. all right yeah like the fact that she's alive that's how i knew she was like right you get you kicking folks and peeing on them and shit and nobody whipped your ass white all right so we're right this time <laughs> he's dead um let's see what happened here um how about what is this one no cookies did this not work no cookies i guess i clicked on the wrong link all right we'll just use a different one um wait it looks like it's loading is it gonna come in or not 
I had to get used to that cookies word because I was like, what the hell? When I was be at the job and shit be happening, I was like, what the hell is this cookies thing? Try to make me subscribe to some bullshit. I don't no, want no, no, don't want none of them cookies. You Here's one. <clears throat> uh, father sliced his adult son with a katana sword for playing video games all day long. Oh shit! I'm glad he's not around here since Far Cry Five came out because I ain't trying to get stabbed with no swords. Me either. A San Antonio father faces criminal charges after police say he cut the back of his son's head with a katana sword. Oh! Antonio Juan Alvarado, girl's the worst, 57, Latino, Latinx, was arrested Monday for alleged February 23rd assault. That day, Alvarado grew upset with his 20 year old son for not having a job and playing video games all day long, according to the arrest affidavit. Mm came in there bumping that destiny's child come on can't pay anything bills pay automobiles mm, uh <laughs> i don't think you do so you and me are through then he sliced him mm-hmm. alvarado allegedly ridiculed his son until his son pushed him away now that was your first mistake yep in your dad's house using all his electricity all his internet now i'm not saying that uh it's the best parenting but i'll tell you this much if your dad want to ridicule you you really got two choices get the fuck out of his house come on or take it what you can't do is push that motherfucker because then that's not gonna end well he got to do some some man shit and you know what that's gonna be right He, he was like uh all the shit i done for you little boy right that was a mistake that was your first mistake the father went to his room returned moments later with a katana sword that was about three feet long according to the affidavit alvarado swung the sword eventually cut in the back of his son's head the son went to the hospital and reported the assault that night detectives took pictures of cut on his head and required stitches to close police returned to the home that night but alvarado allegedly fled alvarado's charged with aggravated assault with a daily weapon the judge set his bail to fifty to seventy five thousand dollars so i guess they caught him at some point but uh yeah playing no goddamn video games mm-hmm. i know yeah. he came in like turn that nintendo off or whatever they called it right whatever the fuck it was la nintendo what do uh latinx parents call it because i know black people parents call it nintendo I know. no matter what system it is by the way it don't matter what it could be an xbox right nintendo. we got three nintendos in here right now so. we sure do three of them <laughs> we got at least three nintendos and probably some tablets that's nintendo so yeah if you if you plan a tap and a touch and it's nintendo yeah so i don't know what they call call it you know y'all let us know somebody uh latinx right into the show let us know what yeah, y'all I, I, I don't know if it's a male or a female description for right it. like because that means something different for y'all intendix i don't know latendo right latendo 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 yeah i don't know uh all right guys we'll be back tomorrow with your walking dead recap i know you guys are waiting on that yes and uh i'll keep taking this cold medicine and hopefully uh i won't succumb any further so until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.